This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. You know, we talk a bunch about communication with your dog, but you know as well as I do that dogs also have a way of communicating. Dave and Judy are joining me again today to talk about the ways they've seen their dogs communicate. Hey guys, thanks for joining again. Hey Benny. Hi Benny. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's body language so that you may better understand what she wants. I am Benny Copeland, behaviors to the dogs, trainer of people, and just like you, the listener, we are Dog Dog Lovers. You remembered. It's been so long. Sorry, guys. I really wanted you on quicker. I just have been lazy and had a lot of house projects. I read a book once called How to Speak Dog by Stanley Corin. The book was more geared toward learning to communicate with dogs, and I mainly teach people that same lesson. But you know what, Dave and Judy? Dogs speak to us as well. They have a very particular type of communication. Remember that time when you had that little baby and you knew exactly what your baby wanted from the tone of its cry or its body language? Remember that, Judy? Yes, I do. Dave, you remember that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you're the guy too, right? So, they definitely do have their own particular type of body language. Dogs are very similar when it comes to communicating with us and with you. In past shows, I've talked about dog body language and how a dog communicates. But today, I want to throw a little twist in the show. I'm going to talk to you about what your dog thinks you are saying with the actions and tones you use. Today, I want to talk to you about a dog's perspective when it comes to you thinking you are communicating with your dog well. So, let's get some perspective right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to Amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to, 
it's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So guys, can you think of an example when you thought you were communicating one thing to your dog and then realized that your dog really had no idea what you wanted? Let me think. Well, as past listeners probably know, we have Sunshine, who is a 12-year-old lab. She's a very mellow dog. Um, but she also, over the years, I think we communicate well with each other. But as far as not understanding us, I would have to think when it comes to being around other dogs, possibly. So, um, you like know. Like what would be going on with, with other dogs? Well, just introducing her to other dogs. I think in her old age, she's become more of a... Okay. <laughs> I was going to say older lady, but she well, this is, is a uh, kid's yeah. show, by the way. She is a female older dog. Um, <laughs> and, and I think we've met puppies and younger dogs where we just really want to introduce her. And so we try to mimic or show her behavior that we like this other dog. And she doesn't want anything to do with it, even though we're saying, hey, this is a friendly dog. Let's introduce you, et cetera. And she, you know, at times she snaps just happened the other day. So she's actually telling you one thing and you're trying to get her to do or react and act in a certain way in another way. And she's showing you the body language. But in her perspective, you're sitting here forcing her to do something, right? And people do this all the time. You know, the interesting thing is that actually dogs can only understand about 100 plus words that we say, and they have to distinctly be for them. So here you are, and I can imagine in this conversation, and I actually saw it happen because <laughs> I was there. Come on, it's a good dog. Go ahead, sunshine. She's okay. It's okay. And the funny thing is like when she snapped, you're still going, it's okay. It's all right. So you're telling her it's okay that she snapped too, because that was your reaction in that moment. But those are the things that we do. Those are the things, the kind of perspective that we get is that we think we're trying to convince her or tell her things are going to be in a certain way. And I do that with beans even, you know, so I go into the dog park. Um, and it's interesting, like if she gets loose here, she does these zoomies and runs way away, but she never gets out of my sight and she'll always come back, but she has to be convinced to come back like we're going for a ride or something like that. But at the dog park, she rarely ever leaves me and I'm trying to get her to go away. Go, go, go play. I mean, here you are. You got an opportunity, right, to socialize and do things. And when she does, I really encourage that and um, try to help her through that process, too. But here I am talking all those normal things. And she didn't really know. Well, it's interesting with Sunshine because she does know a lot of commands. I don't think it's up to 100. And so I think as an owner, when we talk to her like that situation with meeting the other dog, because she knows our other commands, it's almost like, okay, you know what we're saying. Right. You just don't want to do it. Right, right, right. That's like calling the dog from outside, right? And you're going, come inside, come inside. And the dog's out there and it's just still sniffing and yeah. going around. And you think, okay, is she deaf? You know, she, <laughs> and she's really just ignoring you. And really, that's another perspective. That's another body language, right? It's her way of saying, I don't want to come inside. And she really hears you. I remember at one point really thinking that Molly was having a hearing problem because she was so good at ignoring me. 
So that, yeah, those are some things that we do. We ask these questions, we say these things, and we're expecting them to understand because in the way that we talk, we talk that way all the time with each other and how we communicate. And there's an expectation. And I think that that just comes natural, especially for a dog that's been with you for a long time, like Sunshine or Oz. Right. So I uh, I work with, um, and I talked about this a little bit last week, and I worked with, um, I'm working with Old Friends Senior Dog Sanctuary. And one of the things that I'm doing is I sent out a little survey just to kind of have a perspective of what their employees thought about other dogs and things like that. And one of the things that I asked was, how would you know when you're greeting a dog if that's going to be a good dog or a bad dog? Um, one of the interesting answers was, there are no bad dogs. <laughs> I was like, well, you haven't been in this world, in the dog world, long enough. <laughs> so, but, um, but that's true. And I mean, in their situation, too, uh, these dogs are older dogs that they're going into. And, you know, every day there's a new dog or a new person in there. So, approaching a new dog, how do you think you could tell if this was a good dog or, or a bad dog? You know, I think... Um Probably the first thing I'm looking at is just their body mannerisms as we possibly approach. I learned a, I learned a long time ago that when I'm greeting a dog, I always ask the owner, is it okay to greet the dog? Because there are certain dogs. There's one in our building unit by the name of Abby, a beautiful Rottweiler. And we met the owner with Abby on the sidewalk. And I took a half a step forward and I stopped and I said, hey, is it okay if I say hello? And the owner was very specific you need to meet Abby in our apartment with yeah. me introducing you, and and that was it. And so, um, and the interesting thing is, Abby didn't her fur didn't go up or anything, but the owner knew well enough. So, yeah. When I to get back to your question, when I see a dog for the first time, knowing if it's good or bad, I guess I'm just looking if it's aggressive or not. And so yeah. that's maybe what would what would indicate maybe then that you would think it would be aggressive. Do you think? Possibly, obviously, the growling and, and barking, but uh, sometimes fur standing up. Um, lunging. Yeah. Yeah. Lunging at the end of the leash and, and things like that. Yeah. And a lot of people say that, like the fur standing up, like that's one of the big things. And, you know, the truth is that Bean's fur stands up a lot and she's not being aggressive at all. And it really is more of an excitement thing. Um, I consider the fur standing up like on the back of a dog is more like goosebumps. You know, have you ever gotten a little goosebumps? And sometimes they're when you're just excited about stuff and sometimes when they're you're kind of nervous and scared. More times on the nervous and scared side, and that's where most people see that um, is when a dog can show some aggressive signs. But it doesn't always necessarily mean that. And it was interesting because the way that you talked about the Rottweiler, right, that it really gave no indication, right. you know. So Not this is one of those dogs where it was really maybe in protective mode and the owner knew that it could be protective. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, you know, probably not a good idea for you to approach me head on in an outdoor situation. And my dog could be very protective. And this guy was like confident enough and big enough that he was like, yeah, come on, brother. <laughs> you know, he's like stepping forward. Abby is definitely that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a beautiful dog. Sometimes I think uh, the dog's ears possibly, depending mm -hmm. on what happens with the ears. Our dog is very shy, Sunshine is. And so she, if she doesn't like the situation, she tucks her tail pretty tight. Yeah. But that doesn't, to me, that doesn't mean she's aggressive. It means or she's a more, dog, right? yeah, anyway, or a bad right? dog, right? Yeah, or a bad dog at all. Yeah. Just a little fearful, um, things like that. That's And that's a truth, right? So um, dogs will tell you a lot 
and they can actually show you how they're feeling, like they're a little bit fearful or, um, yeah, or aggressive or even happy, like really happy to meet you. Um, you know, and that's a big thing. Like, what do you think? I mean, even in then, what do you think a dog would be doing to show you that he they're happy to meet you and what they would be doing? So, in the case where with this guy with the Rottweiler, the dog wasn't really giving you any sign like to back off or anything Not like that. Not at all. Right. So, but there could be signs like to back off and it could be that the dog would get back on its haunches like it was ready to lunge or something like that. And those are the things. And sometimes even I've seen, and, it's, and this is another interesting one, where a dog will lift its um, lips up like it's grinning uh but there it can be a smile too right so because my molly smiled all the time but it could be that the dog doesn't want you to come around and that's a good warning sign i've seen that more with dog dog interaction um i had a friend that her dog did that with other dogs all the time um but what do you think would happen if it was uh, a happy dog or a happy greeting what do you think you would be seeing from the dog the tail would be wagging like crazy and just excitability the body um you know, moving all around and just like happy and butt wiggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big butt wag is yeah. what we call it. So th- it's funny. The first thing that you said is was one hundred percent of the answer that I got is the tail wag, right? And if you remember, I have a podcast about the five different tail wags, and three of them are negative. Mm-hmm. So their dog could be wagging his tail. As a matter of fact, I got a video. Maybe I'll show you after if you remind me. Um, of beans and she's barking out my back window. She's standing on the corner of the bed and she's barking out the back window and she's just wearing this cat out that's like walking <laughs> alongside the backyard and she's just wearing it out and the tail looks like a little rattlesnake. Like it's wagging, but it's like like a little rattlesnake. And then I go sit next to her and she turns to me and her whole demeanor changes and then the, the tail goes to a huge wag, like her whole body <laughs> wag thing. And I have the video where that, with that change happening just like that, right? So it went from, I'm going to protect this house, you know, to, oh, I'm happy you're here, right? Kind of thing. So there are those things and, and your dog will let you know how it's feeling very much with its body language. I think similar to um, our neighbor's dog, Abby, and them knowing their dog, I think the owners, for the most part, every dog we've had, we know their mannerisms over time. We really understand when they're upset or not. And my biggest rule is always ask the owner, can I pet your dog? Can I go up to your dog? I can't tell you how many times we've been walking in the park when families and sunshine's fine. I mean, she's a Labrador and such, but they'll let their little kids just run up to the dog without even saying anything to us. And we had a three-year-old do this, just ran right up and kind of grabbed her. And we're like, uh, and the parents were not even really close. And it's just, that was bad because that, that, you know, if you do that to Abby, for instance, Abby, take that kid's head off. It would have been bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and I will tell you, it's, that's interesting because I'll go on the opposite side of that. I was working with this couple and they had a Cocker Spaniel that was severely aggressive to people. I mean, severely. Her name was Rosie. And back in the day, they used to do this. Um, they used to do these artisan fairs out at Centennial Park. And you just walk through the fair and there were a lot of people there. And so uh, Rosie was doing really good and we were starting to get her around crowds. And I said, it's really good. We need to test her. Let me hold her and we'll just take her into this crowd. And if she does good, so I'm showing them to really respond to her and everything. And I wasn't paying attention and Rosie was sitting behind me and this guy walks up to pet Rosie and she 
wore him out. Like, and he was like, what? You're not supposed to bring aggressive dogs. And I said, you're not supposed to pet a dog without asking. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, that's kind of thing. And, you know, I'm like, you don't pet my dog. Don't you reach down and pet my dog just because you think it's cute. You know, not everybody's going to have a dog that's in good um, good situations. So that also brings me to, and most of the time, this is kind of the thing that we discuss, and and I'm really talking to um, this group as well. Like, what would you think a dog would give signs for? Um, and we're going to go over three different things, like if they're stressed out or if they're in pain or if they're just, just not feeling good. Like, what's kind of signs? Let's talk about, like, the stressed out. Like, what things would that look like? Well, I know for Sunshine, she... Things that stress her out are noises and thunder, for one, any kind of loud motorcycle. And she just starts shaking. Her whole body starts shaking. And, and she won't stop And so until, mm-hmm. until we get that noise away. But that's it's really quickly indicated in her with shaking. Yeah. You know, the other thing that I see with her, and we talked about this one time, is those whale eyes. Like, she gets really big eyeballs. Like, when something um, – and you have this way of, like, warning her noise is coming, and I'll see her get those whale eyes before it even comes, you know? <laughs> and um, it's just something that we've talked about in the past. But, yeah, that's another big stress sign, too. And we are trying to work on that. Because You're doing very well we working We realize on that. that the emotion travels down from your hand through the leash <laughs> to the dog. <laughs> Right. The conductor of your uh, feelings and your energy. So what about a dog that would be in pain? Here's a tough one to me because dogs are so high tolerant to pain. Like there's, they have such a high tolerance. So originally, again, with Sunshine, we had um, an issue with her probably three or four years ago where we were throwing the ball and she kind of tripped and flipped her back leg. And so it was very obvious because she yelped then she couldn't put any weight on it. And so it was pretty traumatic to us because we were actually just planning on getting on a boat and going to England with her, which we did because we took her to a vet and nothing was wrong. And so it was obvious to us because we saw it happen and, and then saw her reaction. But the interesting things since that time, we try to be more careful. She's 12 years old, but we've also caught her a couple times where she just barely like nicks her leg on something and then she'll just like raise it up because she knows she's getting love. It's like we've trained her to fake an injury. Right, right, because you get all this attention. Great. There's a story I saw online and this dog was lifting his leg. His owner had a limp. He was also on crutches and couldn't walk on his leg, couldn't fully extend it, so he was like hopping. And the dog started that and they thought, oh no, what happened? Did we fall off the park? Took to the vet? Nothing wrong with the dog's leg. It's a sympathy limp. Right, right. You know, a dog lifting their leg is actually a learned behavior. Like, they typically have to see another dog do it. So, can you imagine? I mean, here this dog kept seeing his owner walk that way, and so he started walking that way, too, like a learned behavior. That's that's interesting. And probably, again, got a lot of attention in that moment. So, yeah, that's right, because the pain thing, dogs are have such a high tolerance of pain. You remember before the ball-throwing incident, you actually had asked me a question like when we know like too much is too much and I said oh she'll give you a sign well guess what she gave you a sign so (laughs) and you kind of limited it but you know that's that's one of those things too where um sometimes dogs just will they'll keep going and going and you don't even realize that 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 they're in pain or, or because they have such a high tolerance so what about like um a dog that may just not be feeling good I know with Oz um 
this morning, uh, typically he'll put his paws up on the side of the bed and he gets what we call cuddle time where Beans is not about allowed to be involved. And um, he gets up there and he starts really working um, with me and I start cuddling on him and stuff like that. And this morning he wouldn't. He wouldn't get up on the bed. Now he's still brushed against me and still did some stuff. And I was like, buddy, you're not feeling really good. And then I started hearing his stomach going, you know, so I knew he had either gotten into some grass or something outside. Um, but, uh, but I mean, everything's been fine and he's been normal since, uh, and he's 14 years old. So yeah, he's got the age thing too. What about you guys with either some past dogs or sunshine? Well, sunshine will, um, sometimes when she's, had a few walks and she's feeling kind of tired. And I mean, she lays on our couches a lot and on the floor, but when she heads into the bedroom and only puts the top two legs on the bed and then looks back at me, like, help me. Yeah. So I, I know that she's feeling wore out. She just wants to snuggle in the bed. And can you please help me up? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I think too in the past, and, and she's been relatively healthy, but she'll get mopey if she doesn't yep. feel well. And so you can definitely tell the energy level's low. Um, and sometimes, especially when she gets tired walking as a senior dog, she walks with her head down lower. Yeah. So that's, and I kind of, we try to keep an eye on that because we want to keep exercising her, but not to the point that we're doing more harm than good. Well, that's great. Guys, thank you so much. Um, this actually show is nothing that I wrote down. So it's obviously I, I turned around and uh, started talking to you with these questions and things like that. Um, and this has been a great show. And uh, so I really appreciate that you guys have taken the time. We'll get you back on some more shows now that I'm a little ahead of the game and Beans is crawling in your lap. Okay, so in summary, today, Dave, Judy, and I talked to you about how your dog communicates with you. You discovered that there are many signs, but not every sign is a true indicator of your dog's personality or needs. You also learned that there are positive and negative signs that a dog can give you when feeling happy or distressed. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog. dog.